Your body is made up of trillions of cells. Each one is continually hard at work to keep you healthy and resilient. But to keep up with their essential work, a sufficient supply of an essential molecule called NAD must be available. But this critical cellular resource is not constant. Lifestyle influences such as poor diet, alcohol consumption, and lack of exercise and sleep can all decrease your cell's precious NAD supply. But you can safely and effectively elevate your NAD levels with the cellular support supplement True Niagen Pro. True Niagen Pro contains Niagen nicotinamide riboside, which works to boost your NAD. In fact, Niagen is clinically proven to be safe, well-tolerated, and effective in boosting NAD. True Niagen Pro gives your hard-working cells exactly what they need to perform at their best and help you stay resilient. True Niagen Pro's ability to increase NAD is backed by multiple human studies. I recommend it to my patients and use it myself. To learn more about the research behind True Niagen Pro or to order, visit Pro dot trueniagen.com that's true t-r-u pro dot trueniagen.com true niagen pro is cellular defense for life welcome to today's intelligent medicine podcast I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today's podcast is about the Gonzalez Protocol. Uh, in the past, I've personally interviewed Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez, who was a friend and a colleague and an innovator in natural treatment of cancer. He was well known here in New York and throughout the world for his breakthrough therapies for cancer, very unique paradigm. Uh, he was uh, incredibly successful at times in staving off even very, very challenging cancers and promoting survival. Unfortunately, tragically, in 2015, Dr. Gonzalez passed away. And the concern was that his marvelous legacy would be lost because his protocols were very individualized, uh, complicated in some ways, not easy to impart. And I was worried that this tremendous richness would be lost. But as a result of the Gonzalez Foundation, uh, his work has been perpetuated. And today we're going to talk to a Gonzalez Guardian doctor. He's chairman of the Gonzalez Foundation Scientific Advisory Board, and he's a faculty member. He comes to us from Istanbul, Turkey, where he practices medicine, but he also practices internationally via the miracles of uh, modern communication. In fact, uh, we're talking to him via Skype tonight. Uh, he's Dr. Sarper Diller. Uh, so, Dr. Diller, it's a pleasure having you on Intelligent Medicine. Thanks very much for joining us. It's... it's it's my pleasure, Ron. It's my pleasure. I mean, it's midnight here, and I'm really very excited to talk to you uh, about the Gonzalez Protocol. Indeed. Well, so uh, give us a little background. How did you uh, come across the uh, Gonzalez Protocol? Because you were a practitioner in your own right uh, over there in Turkey and, and internationally. Presumably, you also had uh, some outreach to patients in Europe and Asia and uh, in the Americas. So uh, it, tell us about how you got turned on to it. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, educated uh, orthodox medicine, uh, like yourself, 
and uh, I was very, very happy with my life. Uh, but in um, and I, I have my brother who got uh, lymphoma and died of lymphoma, and I have seen that the chemo and all the conventional therapies that he got didn't work, right? Uh, so in uh, 2013, uh, unluckily, I had uh, kidney cancer, and I just didn't want to give the fox another run uh, at the hen house, and I said I'm going to do something for myself outside the conventional uh, medicine. So that's uh, the whole story started, and I just uh, searched uh, where to find alternative or the other kind of therapies because I don't like the word alternative very much. Uh, because, I mean, what you treated is your main therapy. It's not alternative uh, at the end of the day. So um, I was raised in the Taurus Mountains in the southern part of Turkey, and I remember uh, the nomads uh, treating their cancer patients with raw pancreas and liver, etc. So I remember that, and I just changed my nutrition uh, it was a kind of similar to the Gonzalez protocol, and and uh, I just uh, ate raw pancreas and liver and hmm. other organs for uh, maybe eighteen months, uh, maybe a little bit more, and then uh, it's now uh, nine years. Uh, I'm out of cancer. I live uh, happily, and then I got to know uh, the Gonzalez protocol after he passed away. So I just met. Uh, his wife in New York and uh, the other uh, lady who is practicing as well, Dr. Uh, Isaacs. Isaac. Yeah, who has yeah. been a guest on the program. Dr. Isaacs uh, formerly oh. worked with uh, Dr. Yeah. Gonzalez yeah. And, and has her own practice now in Austin, Texas, and sort of carrying I forward know, his, 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 yeah. his legacy. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, I just met uh, in a, a hotel lobby with uh, Mary Beth Gonzalez for 15 minutes, and it turned out uh, to be a lunch for three hours, and then we discussed and discussed, and he had a lot of a couple of other doctors uh, because I mean uh, Dr. Nichols Gonzalez didn't know that he was gonna die, so he wasn't prepared to to. Uh, write his methodology, etc., etc. So we had to sit down with uh, some other doctors to crack the code. I mean, yeah. because as you beautifully said, uh, I mean, his methodology is very much individualized, so you don't have a one-size-fits-all uh, exactly. kind of uh, treatment. So uh, it took us uh, some uh, three, four years to understand at what condition he changed the diet or the other pillars uh, of the protocol, etc. And then uh, the Gonzalez Foundation had picked some uh, probably 10 uh, doctors around the world to get trained. And uh, I mean, it's a long training. It's uh, 15 months of education and then uh, 10 days of intense face-to-face uh, -face, uh, seminar with the doctors. and. Now, I think every year, seven uh, doctors practicing uh, the Gonzalez protocol, and we call ourselves the Gonzalez Guardians. Well, that's tremendously exciting because, uh, you know, as you said, uh, uh, Dr. Gonzalez's untimely death made it unlikely that he was formally preparing a legacy or a succession. He wrote uh, many books. But, you know, sometimes as you get older, you know, you sort of see uh, the need for a changing of the guard and, and you begin to prepare a succession. And uh, that, unfortunately, was not the case. But uh, remarkably, 
uh, through the Gonzales Foundation, they've sort of resurrected the nuts and bolts of the Gonzales Protocol uh, and made it available for posterity. So um, there, there seems that there th- it's complicated, but there are three major components to it. Uh, there's yes. uh, the diet component, uh, which is based on metabolic typing, uh, along yes. with uh, supplements. Uh, and as you mentioned, the pancreatic uh, supplements, but also a whole slew of supplements. I mean, I think one of the uh, features of this program uh, is that you consume an enormous number of supplements. And uh, then there's also the um, detoxification. And detoxification Absolutely. includes uh, you know, controversial practices like... Uh, mm. Uh, uh, coffee enemas, um, yes. which some people you know scoff at, but actually there's yeah. a real long history of that. So we'll t- during today's podcast we'll touch upon uh, all of those. Um, but you know, first of all, let me just say that um, this is not a program for the feeble-hearted. This is not like you know somebody uh, you know emailing me on my program. I've got uh, mm-hmm. pancreatic cancer. Uh, what supplement shall I take? You know, it's not mm-hmm. like uh, simple. Is it's not you know. Take these three main things and you'll be fine. It involves sure. a real commitment and it's a lifestyle and it can be expensive too because a lot of it's not covered by insurance, right? Yeah, true. Uh, as you said, I mean, uh, the Gonzalez protocol is based on a three-pillar approach. It's uh, diet or nutrition, supplementation and detoxification. And the most critical aspect of applying the, the protocol clinically is to individualize these three pillars based on the patient's unique metabolism. And the metabolism of the patient is mediated primarily through the autonomic nervous system. In other words, the autonomic tone plays a major role in the expression of the metabolic typing. Um, and as you said, I mean, it's a difficult journey, but we ask patients to, to, to trust in themselves, in the protocol, be compliant, uh, and take the treatment, uh, as I always say, as a full-time job, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's not like chemo, so you go to the uh, chemo room and, uh, um, and, and, and get an ice cream, and then they, they just give you your... Your chemo, it's not like that. I mean, you have to take this as a full-time job. And, and we just paved the way for the patients and, and we'll get uh, through this uh, journey together with them. Indeed. Uh, and it, it does, and as I recall, uh, uh, Dr. Gonzalez was selective uh, in terms of the patients that he took uh, because uh, some of the patients had been heavily pretreated, and as a last resort, they would show up at Dr. Gonzalez's doorstep, and he would unfortunately say to them that uh, they were going to be less amenable to natural therapies uh, after having their immune systems uh, so and their uh, circulatory systems and their lymphatic systems so devastated. Uh, their detoxification yeah. capabilities mm-hmm. were less. They were frail. And mm-hmm. so uh, what are the criteria to become a patient? I mean, first, uh, as I said before, compliance is an issue. I mean, we have to make sure that the patients uh, understand what the protocol entails. Uh, but other than that, we have some uh, physical barriers. For example, we don't have the the pancreatic enzymes in uh, in IV or uh, intramuscular form. Uh, so pe- people need to have a good digestive system. I mean, they should uh, get this high number of uh, capsules uh, swallowed. So if they have a problem of swallowing 
or they have a problem uh, in their stomach, etc., they can't uh, get it. And these three players are important. I mean, some people come uh, up and say, can we do the nutrition and supplementation, but we can't do one or two because we have a lot of uh, yeah. detox routines. And if they can't do it, I mean, they have to do all the 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 program as a whole. I mean, we can not just uh, give uh, one or two uh, exemptions. Mm-hmm. Right. It it does involve. It's a comprehensive program, and you know, some people may say, "Well, you know, yeah, that caught co- those those coffee enemas. Uh, you know, that's a little too far." And no, I can't be on a, a strict uh, diet. You know, I, I can sort of do it, but you know. And then, uh, you know, I got a budget. I I only can spend like uh, two hundred dollars a month on supplements. Which sounds like mm-hmm. a lot, uh, but uh, you know, it it is a very very uh, aggressive program because yeah. he often took on the most aggressive cancer uh, cancers, right? Yes, yes, this is true. And and the other thing is that most of the people try everything else and then uh, they see the protocol as their last chance. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, when they come, uh, we look at their uh, condition. Sometimes we can't accept because their uh, detox organs are uh, totally ruined, uh, the kidneys, the, the liver, the lungs, and the skin. So uh, there's no way with the supplementation uh, and the detox we can uh, push uh, the detox organ uh, back to normal. Uh, because, I mean, if you don't do that, uh, you can never uh, turn back uh, the patient uh, to a normal health life. So um, we have, to, I mean, uh, we have to uh, do a sort of screening. Uh, and we do the screening is a, in a centralized uh, fashion. That is to say, the patients go to the Gonzalez Foundation website, that's the, the gonzalezprotocol.com, and then they read the whole protocol to understand exact details of the protocol because it's a different protocol, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a difficult protocol, uh, I can tell you. Uh, and they're going to do it uh, in their homes uh, so they understand fully uh, what they're going to do with the protocol. And then if they're okay with that, they apply to the foundation and then we do a kind of screening through the foundation. And if they are uh, okay to get the treatment, then uh, the guardians, the, the, the practitioners of the Gonzalez protocol is open uh, for them so they can choose, I mean, uh, for the location, etc., etc. And we have uh, at this time four doctors around the U.S., one in Mexico, one in Jamaica, and I practice in Turkey, but uh, I have an office in uh, London and Brussels, Belgium. But as you see, uh, through this uh, telemedicine, I mean, we can uh, have uh, patients worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the advances made in cancer, some cancers are uh, eminently treatable. There's, there's no 100%, but the reliability of certain treatments is high for certain cancers, whereas for others, you know, say uh, ovarian cancer, uh, metastatic uh, uh, lung cancer, or, um, for example, um Pancreatic cancer, which is actually one of Nick Gonzalez's fortes, working with these very mm-hmm. challenging pancreatic cancer patients. Yeah. The survival uh, statistics are poor, even with the most advanced conventional therapy. So is there uh, – this is not for all cancers. In other words, uh, it, it, it might be a Rube Goldberg approach 
if you understand the term, uh, to use a very convoluted uh, process to treat a cancer where there maybe is a straightforward uh, surgical cure or uh, some sort of uh, uh, definitive treatment. Yeah, I mean, the Gonzalez protocol um, likes the patient to be uh, in the protocol if they didn't get any chemo or radio or whatever. But, I mean, it is uh, possible that they need uh, uh, to get the tumor resected uh, because it's it's a huge tumor and in effect it affects the other organs, etc. So, uh, we do permit uh, to have the surgery uh, and, and they do it locally uh, with their uh, attending uh, surgeons or oncologists. So yeah. an, ex- an example might be uh, a lung cancer, which is resectable, but potentially uh, has spread to lymph nodes where uh, you can remove it, but there's a likelihood of recurrence. That's the kind of patient who might undertake this uh, program, right? Uh, and yeah. other, other cancers like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, we... We, we just uh, take uh, the patients, uh, we don't expect them to be on stage one. I mean, we take very serious uh, patients uh, unless they, as I said before, digestive system is intact and they are compliant with the program mm-hmm. and they get the screening. Now, now, what's interesting about Dr. Gonzalez is that the bulk of his, uh, his practice was with challenging cancer patients, but he also accepted non-cancer patients. What other conditions are amenable to the Gonzalez protocol? Well, chronic degenerative diseases, I could uh, say, uh, but he treated a lot of uh, uh, brain diseases, a uh, lot of uh, autoimmune diseases, including diabetes, etc. So uh, it has been shown that uh, the Gonzalez protocol is effective uh, for non-cancer uh, patients, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand he also treated you know, some patients who had uh, things like chronic fatigue syndrome, post-Lyme syndrome. Uh, and the like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. absolutely, so, absolutely. So, so, and and chronic fatigue. I mean, you, well, I mean, it's becoming more and more uh, that at least ninety uh, percent of the cancer patients experience uh, chronic fatigue or cancer-related fatigue, and it's very useful uh, to get onto the program uh, for chronic fatigue. Yeah, indeed. Okay, so l- let's get into the you know uh, at least uh, phase one of this which is diet. Now, what was remarkable is that, uh, you know, a lot of people say, what's a cancer diet? Okay, well, a lot of people say, well, you know, eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, don't eat a lot of, uh, you know, uh, grilled uh, or processed meat, uh, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's the way to go. Most cancers are going to be amenable to that. That's what, you know, if you look mm-hmm. at the American Cancer Society, that's what they say. What Dr. Yeah. Gonzalez did that was very unique is that for some cancers, he would prescribe a very strict vegan diet almost yeah. you know, a raw foods diet. For others, he would prescribe a heavy meat diet. And then there were intermediate types. So how is that determined and what are the different diet types? Yeah, I mean, it is just that uh, with the American Society of Cancer or any other cancer societies in the world, the things are in common are 
We also say uh, eat organic, eat, uh, don't eat uh, the white flour or, or sugar or whatever. I mean, those are in, uh, the things in common. But we do the metabolic typing, right? I mean, we have uh, narrowed down. It was 10 uh, before Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez, but now we just uh, he just narrowed it down to seven. So we just sort the metabolic typing of the patient. Uh, depending on their autonomic uh, tone, right? And we know that the autonomic nervous system has two arms. One uh, arm is sympathetic and the other one is parasympathetic. And depending on the person, yeah, I mean, if uh, the patient is uh, parasympathetic, uh, that means that he is a carnivore and we tend to give uh, more meat to that person. Uh, if you give vegetables to this per person, it's just you're putting uh, gasoline uh, on fire. Uh, likewise, uh, the other uh, end is a sympathetic person. The sympathetic person is uh, we call vegetarian because the sympathetic nervous system is for stress response. He has probably uh, high blood pressure, uh, ambitious heartburn, migraine, head headache type go-go person, right? And this, if this person has cancer, we tend to give another type of diet, but we have seven different diets. I mean, uh, one, one to seven, depending on the autonomic tone. Is this based on uh, blood tests or other tests, or is it based on a, a questionnaire? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, we do take the patient history and the physical exam, and we have uh, some clinical questions relevant to the metabolic typing, uh, and then uh, we ask for blood and laboratory work, and then we do the hair test. So we just combine uh, everything uh, together to get the metabolic typing and the autonomic dominance. Uh, but I mean, it's uh, the the, the um, evaluation of the autonomic balance is a little bit difficult uh, for people to understand. So the physician uh, can uh, measure the minerals and pH changes in the blood as well as pupillometry, heart rate variability, and pers perspiration rates. Uh, but this is not always possible, right? Uh, and, and not always the cancer patients uh, asked uh, to be on the protocol. Uh, some people ask which diet is uh, for me, what's mm -hmm. my metabolic type, so that I can get the uh, correct uh, food, right? So for, for uh, that purpose, uh, the Gonzalez Foundation has uh, generated an online test. Uh, so people, it, and that, and that I can mean, be for anyone. You, you don't have to have a serious uh, yeah, medical yeah, condition. You yeah, just may yeah, want to yeah. ascertain what the Gonzalez Protocol has to say about their ideal diet type. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, it's a 96 uh, multiple choice question. Uh, so people uh, just need to go online uh, with the gonzalezprotocol.com and then they can uh, get the test right away and uh, we email them an 18 page with an illustration what type of diet they need to eat but this is not the protocol right right it's just the, the nutritional uh the right nutrition that they need to get okay so, that, uh, so that's, that's sort of freestanding yeah. a la carte in other words it's not opting in 
you know, for a hundred dollars, you get a, a, a diet printout, but you don't get, you know, the, the vitamins, the supplements, the coffee, enemas, you know, the whole shebang, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just give you the right diet list and a shopping list so that, I mean, it's a kind of uh, prevention, right? I mean, mm-hmm. by doing this, you're just giving the right fuel to your engine, to your uh, body, so you don't get ill. Indeed. Okay, well, so so that I think is an option for some of our listeners. Some of our listeners may say, "Well, I don't have a, you know, serious medical condition. Uh, this is all very interesting. I'll I'll keep it in mind. Should I, uh, you know, develop some dire uh, medical challenge?" But uh, mm-hmm. that's actually something that you can access quite easily via the website. And the website is uh, uh, Gonzalez Protocol. Gonzalezprotocol.com, Yeah. With with Z's and and yeah, G O N Z A L E Z. Yeah, yeah, both these, yeah. And uh, as I said before, we have 98 multiple choice questions related to your personality, to your food, cravings, sleep habits, and medical uh, diagnosis. And this test doesn't require a blood work. And it just uh, provides a nutritional plan recommendation. And uh, and as, as I said before, uh, uh, a Gonzalez protocol with the customized diet supplementation and detoxification protocols can only be designed by the practitioners, uh, the, the Gonzalez guardians. Indeed. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is a good point to a good point at which to pause because if we have more to cover, the Gonzalez protocol is uh, a very detailed protocol. Uh, we talked about diet. Uh, next, we'll talk about uh, the uh, supplements and detoxification. Uh, detoxification, mm-hmm. a big part of uh, how patients can uh, get well. Uh, and also respond to literally the breakdown of uh, cancerous tumors. Sometimes that uh, process uh, renders patients extremely sick when they get uh, conventional therapies. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, as effective as the Gonzalez protocol is, uh, the tumors may shrink uh, and release uh, toxic metabolites into the system. And detoxification is a yes. very, very important part of it. Okay, great stuff. Our, our guest today from uh, live from Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, is Dr. Siler Diller, uh, a Sarper Diller, excuse me, uh, who is a um, uh, Gonzalez Guardian uh, doctor and chairman of the Gonzalez Foundation Scientific Advisory Board and a faculty member. We'll be right back with more about the Gonzalez Protocol. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine Podcast. 